0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms. Glad you're with us on this whatever day you're listening here. It's a Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday morning. We made it hi. halfway to the weekend. Uh, hi, Katie. How are you? Hey, Karen. I'm great. Um, so, Katie, I texted you and uh, another friend this this question earlier in the week, but what was it for all of the young people out there? I th- I think this goes to them. What is the protocol when it comes to dms on instagram oh because you text me a lot we text a what, lot what is so- the what like okay here's my question just to mm-hmm. fill in the listeners mm-hmm. um if someone perhaps a guy d okay now as a as a caveat uh, katie and i all of our accounts well our, our main accounts are public right because we're on the news uh we Actually, it's part of our job to post on social media. So these accounts are public. They want us to have as many followers as possible to engage with these folks um, on social media. So a gentleman DM'd me, <laughs> messaged me, whatever you call it, on Instagram. I'm gonna look back at your and text. I don't think yeah. I don't think he's a creepy person at all. Uh, well, I don't know, but anyway, my my question is, is that equal? To texting now? Or is that still like we're just communicating on social media? We're not really friends. I feel like it's getting blurry.
0: Um, it is. And also right? I do feel like what are the rules here, folks? What yeah, are the rules? When you um when you texted me and I was like, you know, send me screenshots, like pictures or it didn't happen. So you sent me screenshots of this um this dude of like some of the things. I don't know what's going on here, but it does not totally feel like uh, that it's completely benign. On his part, of course. Okay. It's just very strange.
1: I guess, yes. And I guess this particular situation aside, though. I mean, he was in just so you're not like, whoa, what was he? What was he messaging? No, her nothing. Here? nothing crazy. Just responding to my whatever parenting post that I always post and saying things, you know, oh, yeah, agreed, haha, ha. like, you know, normal things that you would respond to stories or whatnot, but it just made me think about kind of where is the line here, you know, like, it, it, is this getting to the point where he thinks we're friends mm. and I should stop um, responding to him in these messages or... Is this a total, hey, this is social media and everything's public and like, you know, it's fine. Yeah, it's a
0: blurry line. So I'm just looking at some of these the screenshots that you sent me. You had, yes, reposted like something about like the rules of literally every game my kids make up to play together. Like, you mm-hmm, know,
1: mm-hmm. just like I mean, just funny. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he wrote so true and be in the middle of it all instead of their spaces like laugh face. And you wrote, haha Yes. Then a new one. AKA parents bed. What's up with that? Go wrestle in your own. Like he kind of continued the conversation. And then I just stopped. I think I would. Uh, Mostly because I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't like to encourage. Listen, I know that we're, let me put this in quotations, like public figures, but I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to encourage any sort of conversations really with, like, I don't care if you're like a chick or a dude, Right. On social mm-hmm. media through a DM because I just feel mm-hmm. like it's a very fuzzy gray line. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know you mm-hmm. and I don't want you to presume. So, do you think if he was
1: putting this in the comments? Yes. It's better? Yes. Okay. A okay. DM feels shade to me, it feels shady. Okay. okay. You, what do you, th- I mean, the facts? No, I, I'm just, I'm bringing it up because I'm like, I, I, I just raised the point that, and again, I feel like, if, if you are not in local TV news, you're probably like, what? Just send it to private and right. like, who cares? But because of our jobs, it just is. And again, social media is a very big part of our jobs, unfortunately. Uh, so it just is, you know, you don't want to do something that's like, oh, he's going to make some comment and like a bunch of people are going to unfollow me or something. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's just. It's just a hard. It's a gray area. I feel like. Also, I do not like this picture of. Okay, him. well now Katie's going through this guy's Instagram. I'm sorry. And I, we're, I, I okay. wish we could say more because I don't want him. The.
0: I don't want him to be like listening to this and be maybe offended. he's a listener. We don't know. Uh, but I am not feeling these pictures. And Karen also wrote in this this uh, text chain. He, you just noticed that he's, we have a mutual friend. Yes. But really kind of an acquaintance friend. Really, yes. Really actually, on the Actually,
1: I found it, there's like actually multiple. Oh, but yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. Multiple people that we know in Asheville, but we're not like really friends with. Yeah. And you <clears> say, <throat> and there are zero
0: pictures of a wife. Yeah. Hmm. Does, how do you, does he have a wife? I have no idea. I have no idea who he is. <clears throat> yeah, this is a no for me. No, this is a no for me. So do you just
1: not respond to no, the DMs? I don't respond. Yeah. I don't. I no, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I'm a very yes person. I'm like a. I, I, I like a, if someone who says something to me, I just feel like it's my duty to respond. Um, which is probably why I responded to this guy. Uh, you know, I don't know. I I just think that the the real thing I was kind of wanting to talk about was it is is our dms and if it's not if it's not typed in a public space where everyone can see yes. is it now a text message equivalent and is it something that's like sh- feels sh- i mean of course i'm not trying to do anything shady but like d- would others see that as shady have you ever heard
0: um that phrase like slid into your dms
1: no what no.
0: No? All mm-hmm. right. So that's what's happening here. Like, slid into your DMs is like, you know, n- n- direct messaged you, and now, like, here we are having some sort of relationship. That's like the PC version of it. I think that's what's happening here, my
1: mm-hmm. friend. Okay. Well, obviously, I'm not going to talk to him again. But it just raised the the, the bigger <laughs> issue. Karen. Katie wants to like really hone in on I this guy. To, and I'm like, I just want to speak I, in general terms about what the protocol is these days with these young folks. Cause I feel like young people don't even really text, they just DM in oh, my head. I don't know. You're probably right. Right? I would like to sensationalize this
0: as much. Katie's like, as actually, possible. let's go the other direction. Let's get, let's really dig deep here. Yeah, I mean, um, no, I, my answer is, is like, I, you know, obviously you haven't done anything wrong and he hasn't either, but I just don't, I'm just, I just don't encourage, no. I just assume anybody who's in my DMs, unless I like know you, no, is a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. I said, I don't know. And I that, guess that's that, the same for like a Facebook message. Yes, yes, uh, yes. A thousand percent, mm-hmm. sorry. See, I think it's just weird for me because I Facebook message with a lot of people for work. You know, I so it just gets to where it's like kind of fuzzy because I'm like, I'm talking with a lot of people here, trying to get stories and you know,
0: yeah, say more though because I think if you're not a reporter, that's like surprising. Like, what are you doing in people's like direct messages? Yeah, I mean,
1: for I'll like try to find somebody on on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and if I can't find them elsewhere, you know, I'll message them. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of conversations with a lot of people trying to get stories and get information and find people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big part of a lot of reporters' jobs. In fact, big news. Mm. I am now on TikTok. <laughs> do, you well, know, do you know why? Say more about that. Because no. this person who I was trying to contact for a story, I could only find her through TikTok. Mm. So I created a TikTok account just to message her. Uh, and she messaged me back mm-hmm. and I interviewed her for the story. Uh, so, all is well that ends You well. know, I think, thankfully,
0: because that's, like, starting to get a little creepo there. Like, you created a TikTok account just to, like, message someone. Yeah. Thank goodness you're a reporter. And all I told us... her.
1: I was like, just so you know, you made me get on TikTok. <laughs>
0: she was like, oh, okay. She's she like,
1: weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she. Well, Very it worked. Nice. Very nicely. It worked.
0: And uh, ma- that's why these people are sliding into your DMs, because they're hoping that works as well, if you know what I'm well, saying. Well,
1: maybe I should wink, not. Wink. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Well, do, keep I us do posted think, on that. I do think the, like... Uh, whatever. The field has changed in terms of how we communicate with people, right? Uh, yeah. Or is it just because I'm a reporter and I, like, have to have everything open to everybody? No.
0: I'm telling you, this is, like, a universal thing. People listening right now are like, yeah, starting to get a little fuzzy there. Like, the one message, okay. But then the fact that he continues the conversation, like, where is this hey, exactly. going here? Where is this going on Instagram, I sir? I mean, I don't know. Also, I don't like your picture, sir. <laughs> Is that his like? Is that his Katie, profile picture? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know?
1: I don't know what his profile picture is.
0: Well, what was that picture? Like, did he send you that picture? No.
1: Oh, you said I want to see a picture of him, so I like p- oh, clicked on a random picture. I and see. Sent I it. see. Yeah. I see. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll just we'll dig into that
0: a little <sighs> bit later. <laughs> Our first article uh, today comes from the New York Post, um, titled. Men defending Taylor Swift from Tony Dungy's disenchanting comment is peak hashtag girl dad culture. And really, I mean, we don't need this article to talk about, um, if, unless you live under a rock, you know that Taylor Swift has been the subject of lots of commentary, been featured in lots, lots of social media posts, just because she obviously uh, is uh, dating Travis Kelsey, um, the Chiefs, going to, about to go to the Super Bowl here, And uh, she's been featured prominently in a lot of NFL games. And some people are annoyed about it. So apparently Tony Dungy, um, you know, Super Bowl winning player, coach, kind of, you know, big deal NFL guy, said this um, on on Fox News. He said, that's the thing that's disenchanting people with sports right now. There's so much on the outside coming in. He's referencing Taylor Swift entertainment value and different things that is taking away from what really happens on the field. And this writer and a lot of folks are disagreeing, um, not because what he said is misogynistic, but because the league's collision with the world of entertainment had already been activated before Swift entered her NFL era. Uh, I agree with that. I mean, there's an HBO show in regards to the NFL the nfl has um it's a big deal who's going to play the super bowl every year in terms of like who's going to do the halftime show like isn't the nfl isn't it doesn't it exist for entertainment purposes um the other thing that folks are saying is um that the taylor H- effect has helped them bond with their daughters so their daughters are suddenly interested and watching NFL games, because you know they might spot Taylor Swift, and it's sort of led to a bigger conversation about football, and it's really been a good bonding experience. Um, Karen, thoughts here.
1: So I have no idea what? why anyone cares. Oh, okay. About I didn't know Taylor Swift say. coming into the football yeah. world. Like I, in fact, I can't believe people are critical of it. Like all it's doing is increasing yeah. NFL ratings. Like that's all it's doing is getting more people, specifically girls, interested in football. I have no idea why people think this is a negative thing. I guess they, like, want control of their own, like, football thing, and they don't want a particular singer to, like, get in there. A pop star. A pop star to infiltrate. I, I, I just don't, I just, I guess I I cannot see the negative here. I cannot see why this would be bad. I totally agree. I think it's, a bonding thing for dads and girls. I think it's fun. I think it's like I just don't see any negative, any downside to this whole Taylor Swift entering the NFL world situation. Yeah, I do think it does feel like a little bit like misogynistic yeah. as well. It's kind of like, like if you have a problem with it, I I don't I don't understand you. Yeah, I don't understand you.
0: I saw somebody else saying like if you're a dad you know, or just a dude in general, and you're mad that Taylor Swift is, like, getting some cutaways on, you know, like, NFL Sundays, like, basically you're sending the message that, like, women shouldn't be... Right, like, that they're, like, that we shouldn't, like, we can't hold space for Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. like, or for women in general, because Mm -hmm. it's just not, like, she's not important as some other things happening. I just, I don't know. I don't like it. I think I also saw something that it was like, people only want you. And I, I mean, this is like, in general, people like want you to be happy, but not that happy. And mm-hmm. so when they see, you know, obviously Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, like hugging on the field and sending each other, like, you know, like making, you know, talking to each other from the field to the stands Like, it kind of annoys them that two people could be, like, not only are you going to the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. not only Mm -hmm. are you, like, the biggest pop star alive, like, you're also romantically happy, and that's just— Which isn't fair. No. She's allowed to be happy. No. Also, can I just say this? I mean, yay Travis Kelsey, I guess, if that's your thing, but, like, Taylor Swift is a star in her own—I mean, arguably, or maybe not even arguably, a bigger star than Travis
1: Kelsey. And yes, has been, for sure. It has always been, mm-hmm. you know? I guess my, yes, of course. And I guess my other thing is, I guess I don't understand if if you're a guy watching football and there's a cutaway of a kid in the stands or a football player's mom. Like, I don't understand why it's that much worse that the cutaway is of Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. I just don't Like, if I'm a person watching a football game, what do I care who... who they show in the cutaway for five seconds in the entire game. Well,
0: again, to me, the NFL, that's the purpose is to entertain, right? I mean, like, we're not, like, solving the world's problems with the NFL. Like, it's not, we're not— And if there was some other celebrity at the game, they would show them. Correct. So, I mean, if the point is to entertain and engage people in the drama on the field, who is in the stands, who is just as invested as you sitting at home on your couch— is part of the drama, right? That's part of, like, the entertainment. So, I mean, Taylor yeah. Swift is all part mm-hmm. of that. And I can promise you, the NFL, they ain't sad about Taylor Swift at all because this has been a great boom for exactly. them. Exactly. I'm surprised they haven't, like, marketed it more. I think they have. If you follow the NFL on Instagram, like, oh. they have straight-up references to Taylor Swift. Oh, they okay. love
1: this, of yeah. course. Yeah. I think it sees like, thing. chads
0: and dads and brads who I think Taylor, like, referenced who are like, you know, the NFL is mine. Like, what? A, like, you yeah. know, we can't. Yeah. Like, give me a break. Yeah. The NFL another is thing. sketchy enough. They need someone like Taylor to. You, you know, do you,
1: Taylor. You do your yeah. thing and you bust into that. And it's another one of those moments where I'm sure Taylor Swift is listening. listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what if do, she came on the show?
0: How nervous would you be? I mean, I wouldn't hold your breath to interview I Taylor Swift. I wouldn't hold your breath. Would you
1: be nervous to I interview I might slide Taylor into Swift? her DMs and, and send her an invite. <laughs> um, I would be nervous to interview Taylor Swift. Although, actually, I think she's one of those people that you wouldn't be nervous around. She's very relatable. Yes. Yes. Like, I'd be nervous to interview some people who are famous, but I don't think she'd be one of them. Mm-hmm. That's her
0: appeal, by the way. That is yes, the
1: appeal yes. of Taylor Swift.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you need a mom's.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. Throw me a mums. Um, So this is another shrimp taco recipe, I think. Wait, so remind folks, this is something that we want to share to everybody that we think is kind of a little fun secret that can help them in some way. Mums the word, we call it. So I love a good uh, shrimp taco recipe. And I realized Mm. just a couple of weeks ago I shared
0: previously. This is another one. You know what? I like uh, shrimp. Wait, another shrimp taco? Recipe? Another sh- another one. Yeah. Katie. Yeah. I love them. I love them. <laughs> wow. Okay. The other thing is um, Shrim- shrimp, 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 taco shrimp tacos are something that all of us in our house eat, right? Like I'm a pescatarian, sure. so I don't eat meat. Um, so I can eat shrimp tacos. Brian can eat shrimp tacos. And River, believe it or not, like she's not a fan of hamburgers. Not a fan of, like, a lot of, um, like, protein sources. She eats chicken. She's has yes. Yeah. And that's it. It's, like, mm-hmm. chicken and carbs. Those are basically uh-huh, her two uh-huh. food groups. But uh-huh. she does eat shrimp. She will eat shrimp. So this is, you know, shrimp is a popular right. um, ingredient in our house. Um, So this one doesn't take very long. It's shrimp tacos with avocado salsa and mm. sour cream cilantro. Mm. Literally, it takes 30 minutes to make. Um you got to marinate the shrimp and even that you can just marinate them for 10 minutes if you want. Um but what's good about it? The salsa is the best part. It has like jalapenos Ooh. and tomatoes. Does eat the jalapeno so salsa? you i seed them, right? Oh, so okay. that kind of takes the the heat out of them. Um yeah, so jalapenos, tomatoes, um I just made this last night. Avocado, some cilantro, some lime juice. You I put the shrimp and the um cast iron, iron skillet to mm-hmm, make it like mm-hmm, real like mm-hmm, crunchy. Mm-hmm. Put this salsa on top of it and the sour cream you mix with, like, some cilantro and lime juice, and you're done. And it's so tasty.
1: I love it. Yeah. So I'll, it. I'll give I you the it. recipe. Um, It's on— I've already done my meal plan for this week, but I can s- slide it in for next week. Yes, yes. I want
0: to tell you what it's on. It's on gimmedelicious.com, but mm, we'll link it in okay. the show notes. It's super delicious, and it's actually—it's pretty— um, it's pretty healthy as well, right? right. There's yeah. not a lot of. I mean, there's tor- there's a tortilla if you choose to, which is has the carbs, but other than that,
1: it's good uh, stuff. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I love it. Um, all right, our next article is from CNN Business. The crisis at Kite Baby might not have happened if the U.S. had a mandated paid leave policy for new parents. Now, I have had heard a little bit about this, mm-hmm. but hadn't really dug in. Can you tell us about it? Tell folks about the oh. you want me to— Yes, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Well, because I just am not sure, yeah. as I was reading this article, I mean, I know about it, but that's because I, like, live and breathe social media and news 24-7, whether I like it or not. The gist of this Kite Baby controversy, if you don't know about it, Kite Baby is a, as a children baby clothing line. An employee— um, had a daughter through adoption that was in the NICU and had asked the CEO of Kite Baby to work remotely while this newborn was in the NICU and the CEO responded back to her and said, "No, no you can't you can't um you can't work remotely. Um you know, we're going to have to you can keep, your job will be here when you get back, but otherwise like, you know, you're you're terminated, like your job is done because that's not going to work." So, the employee um, basically made it public that this is what this Kite Baby CEO said. And again, they, you know, they are a baby clothing line. So you think, like, this would be something that they would be all over is right. allowing new moms to to have that that period, um, especially in the NICU. So anyway, now proceed with the article. Yeah, so
1: that's the backstory. story. Um, and so this article is talking about how that whole drama may not have happened if the U.S. had mandated— maternity leave uh parental leave so uh, you know which we all know is ridiculous that we don't have this it is and um well i guess some people might not agree with that statement but katie and i sure who are you yeah Yeah. um you're probably not listening you're probably not (laughs) listening to this episode yeah uh but anyway so i didn't realize um so anyway it goes into a lot of uh statistics and information about this the organization for economic cooperation and development uh, there are 38 members. The U.S. is the only one in that group without national paid leave. Um, within that group, the paid leave can vary from 18 weeks to 43 weeks yeah. in Greece. What? Wild. Um, so, and, and I do think that sometimes people get a little bit confused on this. We do have FMLA, which means in the U.S., your company has to hold your job for three months, for 12 weeks but they do not have to pay you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the sticking point here is that we are the only country that doesn't have any federally paid mandated uh, leave. Now, some states, I think there's, I don't know, seven or eight states who do have some uh, state mandated paid rental leave, but obviously not a lot of them. In the US, the average, guess, or did you read it? in the article tell me no seven weeks is the average amount of paid parental leave that people get and i think and that's just like if you're lucky and work for a company that offers it
0: and and sometimes that's not even full pay we should say like sometimes it's a percentage Mm -hmm. frequently i do believe it's a percentage Mm -hmm. of your pay um and even that i mean if you presumably um you if you're listening to this you have had a baby or going to have a baby 12 weeks just isn't even like that's not enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget about paid, unpaid, even just the 12 weeks is not enough time.
1: I know. We need two things to happen. We need more leave opportunities and we need Correct. It's to, to be a paid. Two prong prong issue there. Yeah. But I do think I do think they're right. This whole and anyway, so then we should say too, as an update, the CEO has of Kite Baby has yes. now come out, apologized twice. Twice, multiple times. Um, and said, we should have handled this better. Um, and, you know, I do think, you know, I th- I think their point is, look, we we said we would keep her job. You know, we, it's not like we straight up fired her and we said, oh, my gosh, get out of here. They, they wanted her to come back. They just said, because you weren't wanting to work remote and this position isn't a remote job, you know, we can't have you working right now, mm-hmm. which, of course, is what she needed because she needs to pay these NICU bills. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot.
0: So this article, the CNN article talks about, you know, um, so a lot of, a lot of, obviously this was very detrimental to Kite Baby. Um, women were on social media, like burning their Kite Baby products, like throwing them out the window. Oh, wow. Yeah, people are mad. This is a subject I think a lot of moms are super passionate about. Um, and so... This article talks about sort of how employers are kind of trying or, you know, kind of catching wind that they need to have some flexibility before they get some bad press like Kite Baby. And it says, one trend that workplace experts expect to see in 2024 is more employers coming up with different ways to provide equity in their workplace policies. So employees whose jobs are not remote friendly can enjoy more flexibility on par with that of other des- desk-based colleagues. Um and that might be providing them with four day work weeks or more flexibility in scheduling their hours. Um so people are acknowledging. I mean and it, it might be one of those things and I would this is would be great. Maternity leave aside, um companies are sort of waking up to the fact that people want flexibility in their lives especially when you have a family. Right. It is hard. It mm-hmm. is hard. So um I for one would love this and I do think obviously if there were federally mandated um, maternity leave policies, Kite Baby would not be in the position in which they find themselves. Right. And I
1: think it's just, I think you're right, Katie. I think to just anything companies can do to give some sense of we're here to help figure this out together, right? Like not just, hey, you got to clock in and clock out at these times and that's it, you know? You've got a baby, we understand that. What can we do? Even if we can't offer you to work remotely, what can we do to make your life easier? Is it these hours? Is it one day off a week? Is it more vacation? You know, whatever it is. I think that that mothers would just, myself included, just want want a company who says, I get it. Yeah. I get that you're raising kids. This is tough. How we value you, how can we work together to figure out something that's going to work for you as an employee and you as an employer? Yeah.
0: I also think this article just illustrates that women are fed up with these um, these these maternity leaves or mm-hmm. these companies who are not willing to be flexible. Right. When you, when you are having a family issue or when you are having a baby. Like, we're just over it. When are we going to change? When are we going to see this law on the books? We've been doing this podcast for, what, five years? We, it literally comes up, I'll bet, once a month in one of these podcasts.
1: Probably close to it. Yeah. At least every couple months. Yeah. yeah. I would love to do the podcast. Um, finally. Finally, yes. where they have
0: passed some sort of federal law. So here's hoping.
1: Um, Okay, one more article for the day from
0: HuffPost. This one's from HuffPost, and I love this. I was just talking to my sister about this um, yesterday. The title is, Has Little Treat Culture Gone Too Far? Therapists Have Thoughts. Little Treat Culture is the act of indulging in small and inexpensive pleasures, either as a reward for doing a task or sometimes just because. And I bring this up because— my sister is a lot of you know lives out in California, so there's a big time difference. And she called me while I was like cooking dinner last night, and she was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like on my way, like you know to 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 work right now, and um, I'm like eating a chocolate like um, Reese's cup, and it's like really just like what I needed. Like I know I shouldn't be eating it right now on a Tuesday afternoon, but it's like I just needed it. And I was like, "Oh, this is like a the, small reward. <laughs> this is like the little treat culture thing um, that we're talking about tomorrow on." The podcast. So, this is mostly folks in their 20s to 40s who are doing this. And this article thinks that, you know, the writer writes that it might be a response to the pandemic. Celebrating small wins can be good, especially in a world where we focus on big outcomes. There's value in infusing your days with moments of simple pleasure. And, you know, I guess these small treats can be like get my nails done, get your nails done, mm-hmm. by a you know, a milkshake. A, la- a latte. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just to sort of make your day and the minutiae of your life mm-hmm. more bearable.
1: That was kind of fitting that I my mind went to milkshake and your mind I went, went to, to latte. <laughs>
0: it's like basically breaks down like the whole Katie Karen dynamic. Yes, yes. Right there. Yep. Yep. I like a milkshake and a latte.
1: I mean, same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, the, you know, the, the article says the only bad thing is it could make you focus too much on short term gratification. You know, you don't want to get to that point where you're like, oh, I drove into work. <laughs> Let me eat a candy bar. Oh, I <laughs> did one thing on my to do list. Let me buy a new dress. Like, you know, it could get a little, you could take it too hand. far. Yeah. You get a little out of hand. Yeah. Um, it's funny on the way into work this morning on the radio, there was this commercial that came on that was like, have you done your errands? Have you checked off everything on your to do list? Then you deserve a little treat. I was like, wow, this is exactly this. And it was like what flavor Tasty Cake would make you happy? <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you like Tasty Cakes? We, we, nah, no. But I, that, it might have been good in the car, yeah, right? I, yeah, and, it, and then it, like, went through all the flavors, and, like, by the end of it, you're like, well, yeah, that actually does sound pretty good. <laughs> like, I might get a little Tasty Cake later today. Uh, but, yes, I think there's this big push for let's not wait until we, you know, are at the brink of the end, <laughs> on, the, on the edge yeah. of it all to treat ourselves, let's, like, say, okay, what have we done today that maybe is good enough to get a little something-something?
0: And there's this bumper sticker that a lot of people in Asheville have. I'm assuming, I'm sure nationwide, but I see it a lot in Asheville, and it's, like, don't postpone joy. Yes. And sometimes, you yes, know how I say, you say? that a lot. Yes. And, like, you know how I decorate for Christmas in October? It's mm-hmm. because, like, I yes. really think there is something to mm-hmm. don't postpone joy. So, like, dang it, if you want that Reese's peanut butter cup or that tasty cake or that latte. Like, you should do it now. Because you yes. know what? Tomorrow's not promised, my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, this you know Katie's mantra. <laughs> should I, like, trademark this? Uh, maybe. I mean, I'm just telling you, like, you know, you got to, like, enjoy right now. And, like, not, you know, not assume that, like, you're going to have that joy or have that something to look forward to, you know, down the road. Because down the
1: road might never come. Mm-hmm. This is dangerous only because we just got four boxes of Girl Scout cookies in oh. our house. Oh my and gosh. this is where my mind just went as you say yeah. that I'm like, I should just eat a Girl Scout cookie when you I get should it today. Have you
0: been like waiting for a special moment to have no, your Girl I've been Scout trying cookies? not
1: to eat too many of them? Um, you know, like if if we get give one to the kids, but the other night they wanted two each. Oh. And uh, I was like, Okay, you know, they're kinda of tiny. Yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I had two, but Bennett, for some reason, thought I had three. She's like, Mom, you're having a third? I was like, no, this is my second. I was like, but also, you know what? If I wanted three, I could have three, girl. And she's like, that's not fair. We only got two. I said, yeah, I'm the mom.
0: Yeah, like, I like I can it. have as
1: many cookies as I
0: want. I mean, you need to have at least four, I would say. One per kid, at exactly. least. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, I like this. Like, I get it. Like, everything in moderation, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I still say, like,
1: Go ahead,
0: have the little treat. You deserve yeah. it.
1: Yeah, you deserve it. Which brings me to my win. Oh, which we don't often have date nights, but Gregory and I got to go on a date night. What? Mm-hmm. We had a sitter. We went out. Um, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. You know, honestly, and it was it was one of those days. Of course, the kids had an early release day. I was kind of at the end of my rope, mm-hmm. and. The babysitter arrived, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is perfect! This is like exactly what we needed." Mm-hmm. I needed to like take a little break from the kiddos, uh, and I always love that feeling when you first get in the Uber and you're just like, "Ah, oh. mm-hmm. we can begin to talk uninterrupted." Yes, <laughs> let the uninterrupted conversation begin now. Um, it was lovely. We got to. I just feel like whenever we have a date night, we talk so much because we're like, we we never talk this yeah. much either like we've literally pretty much given up trying to talk to each other when the kids are home mm-hmm. which is you know almost all the time all,
0: like they live with you so yeah, it's yeah. like very they're always there <laughs> Funny.
1: Yeah. um and at night after they go to bed we're trying to get the dishes uh-huh. done and the lunches made and we're tired and you know all the things so it just really feels like we don't often get much time to talk uh so it was a great lovely conversation but the big the biggest win i wanted to bring up was how grateful we are to live in Asheville with so many great restaurants. I know. We went to Lamones. Mm. If you're familiar with Asheville, you'll know it. Um, at least I think you would. It was so good. I mean, we have been talking about the food we ate there for days. Like we keep bringing it up cuz like, oh, remember that? Remember that meal at Lamones? It was so good. And it just made me realize we are so lucky. We're lucky, A, to be able to get a babysitter and go out for the night because, you know, that's a big deal. Um, But also that we have so many options and choices for good places to go out. When I was um, eating dinner in the Eiffel
0: Tower last fall. Mm. I know, but this is (laughs) where it goes. This is where it goes, which was also delicious. But I just wanted to say there was a couple in there. um, We just got to talking to them. They knew Limonese. They knew Limones in in France. Yes. In Paris. Yes. Limones is being discussed. It is. Yeah. It's a good spot. It's a good date spot. Mm. Delicious margaritas. I'm
1: so glad you got Mm. to enjoy it. It was so nice. And then, you know, it's funny. You think when, you know, oh, we've got at least like, you know, I don't know, three or four hours. Plenty of time. And then like, just like that. You got to get home. You're like, oh, it's past 10. Yeah. (laughs) I guess my I need to get get back. Yeah. Turn into a pumpkin. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Anyway, it was lovely. It was a lovely time, but it was also just a lovely reminder of how lucky we are to live in. I mean, I guess you have restaurants, for, obviously, wherever you live, but
0: I know, is this like an Asheville Chamber of Commer- Commerce um, commercial, <laughs> right? Come yeah. to What's Avenue? happening? Visit Asheville. Yeah.
1: Um, no, but it just, it is. We are very lucky, and I think we can forget it. But I think about, for instance, where I grew up and was raised. I mean, it was a fine town, but it, you know, there's mostly chains. Yeah. Same. You know, I mean,
0: same. So, I think we should, you know, rejoice in limones. Mm-hmm.
1: Don't postpone joy. Don't postpone. You had a hard time Go even to saying that. <laughs> Don't postpone joy. Go out to eat with your spouse whenever <laughs> you'd like. All right. All right. Have a great After week. that, bye, guys.
0: Anchor Moms is a Sinclair podcast produced out of WLOS in Asheville, where your hosts, Katie Killen and Karen Zakalek, Anchor Moms is edited by Matthew Yates.
1: For more information on the topics discussed in this episode, and to stay up to date on future episodes, follow us on Instagram at Anchor Moms.
0: You can follow Anchor Moms on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Know a parent who could benefit from this week's Anchor Moms episode. Your recommendations help our show to grow, so spread the word.